A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hearted look at the dark side of history. Today, we're going to talk about the life and death of Colonel, probably the hero to most men, that of John Holmes. Well, it depends on who you talk to, Timmy. I believe the band was a little overrated. Oh, you um, do? Yeah, I don't. I don't believe that there was any fourteen-inch penises involved here. Yeah? Well, I, I don't know. He, it is said that he had one close to 14 inches, Colonel. So, you know, he's, you also, you know, he is famous for his series, that great, uh, uh, the, well, he was a wonderful the series of anything put on celluloid, and that is Johnny Wad series. Johnny Wad. Johnny yeah. Wad, the, the in, famous detective, Timmy. Of course, John Holmes, a porn star who had a very interesting life, and uh, we're going to talk about it, uh, but before we do, let me remind everyone that we are a comedy podcast. Sometimes we're a little risque, Colonel. We're a little risque. Now and again, now and again, we can't keep the devil between the lines. Uh, speaking of which, I am happy to introduce a lady who needs no introduction, she is the apple of everyone's eye. She's known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent, Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy? She a wormy crab apple to me, a wormy crab apple. What the fuck's wrong with you today? I haven't even climbed in your shit. The fuck? You called me, why'd you call me earlier, dummy? Call me, why are you calling names like some kind of well, schoolyard bully, you bitch? I'm just, t- I, you know, we, Jesus Christ. We do, like, well, I, I did say shit. this, we do this every week, but, you know, maybe 
I guess well, me, oh, Timmy, oh, and Thad oh. have more familiarity with Are this platform right since you haven't seen it in six months. But <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry if I said something that you take oh, as an affront. I apologize. I would like to start on good grounds here, Devil. I, 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 it's, I, I, it's a season of uh, it's a season in the of, season, the season of, giving, of the witch. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> It's Listen. season of something. Oh, yeah. good, glad tidings, Colonel. It's a yeah, season, got, of, season of I got glad tidings. Fucking glad tidings. Glad Listen, tidings. I'm not so much of a bitch that I'm like, oh, I didn't get to sleep and I have a headache and I can't do it today. Who does that? Oh, that's you. That's oh, me. I'm that's so, me. He's I'm the little Lou Gehrig of podcasting. I'm here every goddamn week. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> You're the Lou Gehrig of ball. Get the fuck out of here. Damn right I am. You're one of those fuckers that's like, oh, I think I cracked my nail. I can't play for three weeks. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Just nary two days ago. I mean, you are such a fucking attention whore. Stage, I had a wisdom tooth extracted from my head. I don't give and a I shit. It shows. Day. And it shows. So. Listen. You sucked up. And it's I didn't all... even get put out. I didn't even take Novocaine. You I are just a goddamn narcissist. You've lost your mind. Because now, I mean, it's all about you all the time. He introduces me, and what's the first thing that happens? You we fucking talk about open me. your flapper. Well, goddamn it, do something interesting. In, all, in like. all fairness, Brandy, who would most, know? Most of our listeners only care about Chuck anyway. I mean, no. you know, you, if we I... had like one of those Nielsen things. I would win. It would spike when it's Colonel time, and it kind of the line would kind of recede <laughs> in Brandy time. That's life is oh. life is just a play, and you are merely props. <laughs> You're the star. I mean, who would know if there was anything going on with me? Well, tell us, goddamn. You act like you're the goddamn CIA. You don't ever talk to anybody. No, you know what she does. You know what she does. Yeah, and I social mother. Uh, hi, Brandy. I'm worried about you. How are you? She sends you a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. an emoji, and that's it. What do you want from me? I'm at work. You know, you could have you know, at, at least respond with, uh, you know, four or five characters. Yeah, you well, at work trapped listen. in a freezer for I'm four at or work. five days at a time. You held hostage at work? What the hell? Pretty much. And, and also, I have like a 19-year-old telling me when I can go on break. So, I mean, it's well, all fucking amazing. Well, you know. I, I have friends in Gaza that I talk to more no, than you. you. <laughs> Which was an ugly, ugly joke. So, we're going to go ahead and take that out. I'm not stepping into that Frey. What? What's the 19-year-old manager's name? Taylor. Okay. Of course oh, it is. He, it's a he it's or a she. she. It's okay. a she. And she's very sweet. Okay. But still, I'm like, okay, let me take my break. So whatever. Um, well. Yeah. So I guess that's all the brainy time that Chuck can participate in. So you might as well introduce him. Well, whenever, no, I want to participate more how, in your brainy. How are you as you're running as we run into the Christmas season here, Brandy? How are things with you? Because our, our listeners care. Chuck and I don't really care, but our no, listeners we care. don't. Thad cares. Um Thad cares. I we just moved. That sounds like a health care bill, doesn't it? 
Sad cares. Sad care. Sad care. Yeah, maybe. You know, Devil, I like oh to think God. I like to think here, Devil. Do you? Because it we doesn't have show. Seen, <laughs> we have all seen the, the wonderful Christmas uh tale. A Christmas carol. Uh-huh. I like to think I am your Marley devil. I'm your Marley personified. I keep trying to tell you, oh, look what you're doing in your life, devil. Look what you're doing in your life. Change your ways, devil. Change your ways. But you don't listen. You just keep doing the same thing. Oh, okay. You feel better? I just like to point out, Brandy, every week we get, we, we do this. First thing you say is, Timmy doesn't have his camera on. Timmy, Timmy doesn't have his camera on. Now, Colonel, look that. at the look at this uh, this software we're looking at right now. How many faces do you see there, Colonel? I see, and you know what I see, Timmy? I see a beautiful Christmas background. I mean, you've got us all in the spirit. Yeah, the love of the hand did that. You, you're perfectly centered. We see more than your Bengals hat. I mean, you, we're not looking at the ceiling fan. <laughs> What? I I I, I missed I missed the, I missed the ceiling fan. Right. Christ, Colonel, how many people do you see? Oh three. I see three. three. That would be who are they? Who are they exactly, Colonel? Um, that would be Thad, yourself, Timmy, and myself. We're missing one who can't seem to click the right button when she logs on. It's a it it's give a me the button. choice thing. Do you have a camera? <laughs> yes or no. I mean, it's not a it's it's not an active it's an active decision to not be on camera. You got to say, Randy, if you look at the bottom of your screen, you'll see mute, and you'll see stop. I see stop cam, but you would have. I see stop cam too. Fuckers! Oh, mm. are you still on? Maybe it's just on still a dial up, and it's just not got enough bandwidth. (laughs) Are you signed on to AOL, (laughs) Randy? You've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> right, how many free minutes do you still have left on the list? Yeah, do we need to rush this? <laughs> All oh. right. Do you have anything to say, okay, Randy? Done now. I just want to make sure. Well, do you want to give us any update? No, not okay. real. I'm not. I'm ill prepared to make any updates at this time. Okay. Are you ready for so, Christmas? Yeah, we're getting there. I mean, I've almost got all my shopping done. I need to get a couple more things. And what did, we what did, did give you our buy Christmas Noah? tree to Jacob this year. Well, I can't tell you because he's in the other room. Oh. But. I hope you you're know. not. You don't let him listen to this podcast. Surely, Jesus no. God, you've got some parental discretion. No. You don't let him listen. No, I don't let him listen to this. Okay, good. Well, Brandy, Although, I'm, you know, I'm sure he'd be so proud. <laughs> I, I'm i sure my Christmas will be fine. What are his uh, uh, classmates yeah. at school listen to this? I I hope they don't. I think a couple of his teachers do. Really? Or his old teachers, yeah. But it's just, you know, it's uh, there's a lot going on. And so we moved. And I don't Ooh. know why we did. Well, we you moved fucking moved place. and we... We don't even know it. I can't help. Didn't they no wonder you don't piss Dave off. Yeah, no um, wonder. Didn't they do something to piss Dave off? Is that why you moved? Well, yeah, they wouldn't <laughs> give him a handicapped parking space. Oh uh, yeah, I don't. I remember you saying they, they pissed him off about something. 
Yeah. Well, that so sucks. What, what, what was their excuse? That they had plenty. So it was, I don't know. The whole thing was fucked up. They were wrong, but yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a, yeah, no, we, say. Uh, you got plenty of parking spaces. So we, we moved and it's a nicer apartment and it's, I like it a little bit better where it is. And oh, so good. we're going to just kind of hang out here and see what's next. At least wait till Noah gets through school before we take off and go Yeah, all over. But no, nope, that's about the size of it. So like I said, we're lucky I haven't found this goddamn computer that I'm on. <laughs> so don't piss and moan about the camera because all you're missing is that I have a huge zit on my chin that just came out of nowhere. Oh, now been, we know why she's not on camera. That Van- I've been mighty Van- patching for Van- three days. Colonel, yeah. you know what I think it is, Colonel? What's that? We're talking about Big John Holmes today. Mm-hmm. Don't and be gross. I, I don't be obscene. She's going to be family, doing one of those. Who was that, who is is that dude right on the, the, on the call? Who was who? Not Jeffrey Epstein. Who was the guy? Tubin. That, Jesus. Jeff Tubin. Tubin. She yeah. can be Tubin. Can Andrew. you keep it together, Brandy? If we talk about John Holmes. Yeah, I think I'll manage. We are also joined by a man who needs no introduction. A man who is a best. Already introduced author. himself. No, he's a best-selling he's author, Brandy. He's a plagiarizer. He's, uh, a man who we turn to in these, you know, there's there's war in the Middle East, oh there's war God. in Central Europe. We turn to this man in these troubled times, probably going to be, you know, a disaster here next year with the election. No. We turn to this man in troubled times. Mm-mm. He is the oasis in the desert of despair. The one and only, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Well, Timmy, I'm I'm here even though I have a gaping wound Whoa. Whoa. in the back of my jawbone. He's got oh. a gaping wound in his mouth, and yet he's still flapping his lips doesn't stop me and uh no it does not as i like to as i said before i am the lou gehrig of podcasting timmy i show yeah. up i'm here every week even when you, you went even when you have to limp to the microphone well you know what speaking of handicap i wish somebody give me a handicap sticker so they could wheel me in here sometimes but i'm here behind the microphone and uh He's got a point, Brandy. I don't so, care. Other than that, I'm good. <laughs> Never mind the fact that it's all bullshit. You and I both know that it's bullshit. How many times have we waited on him and not gotten a response or not gotten a text because he's sleeping? Because oh, I didn't sleep today last Sunday? Night because I'm so tired. Oh, yeah. Are we doing it this week? Are we Jesus are we recording this week? Well, somebody send me a goddamn script once in a while. I know. I don't have a script. Awesome reading people's minds. Ill-prepared motherfucker. We, we are also joined by our uh, producer, Mad Thad. How are you today, Thad? I am uh I gotta say, I really enjoyed doing some uh, show prep for this particular episode. <laughs> it's not not I often. You didn't do it on your work computer, Thad. 
I did not do it on my work computer. Um, that doesn't keep other people that I work with from doing that, which you know is a real no no. Got a job. That's why I have a job. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no, I had up until I think yesterday had never seen a John Holmes film, so it was educational. Which I got it. Oh my god! Did you watch? You've my never seen your enemy, Enema. My have have never up until like I said up until yesterday never seen a John Holmes uh, film. Are you impressed? I gotta say he's he's not that attractive. No, he's not. Neither is Ron Jeremy. It, let's it, keep fuck, that in oh, mind. Ron Jeremy is not attractive. Yeah, let's keep that in mind. And I feel like attractiveness is oh, comes secondary in that industry. Well, sure. it, uh, but but if you think think about porn stars, like we'll talk about male porn stars today, right? Like. You know, they've got a six pack. I mean, no one has hair anymore anywhere. Right. But I mean, they're they're They look like they, you know, they take care of themselves. John Holmes. Yeah. John, John Holmes just kind of looks like they he looks almost homeless. Well, look, well, he was homeless. But it's an aesthetic. <laughs> it's a look. No, he was actually homeless. Some bitch was yeah. a crack addict. Okay, homeless. Yeah. Got it. Could you imagine having that kind of penis and you did so much drugs you couldn't even get it up to me? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like the gift of the Magi, isn't it? It, it like really it, is, Timmy. Oh it my really God. is. Gift of the Magi. What is it? What, what is it they say? It's uh, 13 and a half inches. That takes a lot of blood to, to get that going. It does. I'm surprised he didn't pass out now. And, and again. you know, we're but a between... small club, Colonel. We're a small club. And, and uh, I know you were. You were like oh, we were so we were sorry to see him go because there's not there's not that many of us left. There's not, you know. To me, there's. I mean, it's people think. I, I guess this is the great misconception, Timmy. <clears throat> people think it's easy walking around with sex caliber in your pants. You know, um, it's not. I mean, you gotta buy. You, I can't go to Kohl's and just buy a regular pair of pants, Timmy. Oh, uh, you know, hell! I gotta get. You know how to make. You know Levi's for this Levi's. I gotta go to the section. I gotta order them special Levi's. You gotta for get Kohl's, mom Timmy. jeans. Yeah, my Levi's doctor, uh, Colonel. You, this may help you. My doctor recommended I do penis yoga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. um, you know those people who. Uh, and you and know, it that wouldn't let me in my head and it actually... also well here's the thing also we're talking to fads so nobody gives a fuck about sex caliber or whatever because let that have his moment and shut the fuck up and sweet well he was telling us about watching uh John Holmes last night now now Thad was Melissa concerned when she came in the room and you were watching John Holmes. So I, 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 I know her first reaction was, I know you're into some weird stuff, <laughs> but why are you watching 70s porn? Oh, I'm and doing I a podcast. Her, <laughs> I said, search, said, say no more. I don't care. Oh, you know, and that's when they had the 70s Bush, Colonel, back then when John Holmes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you had to work for it, Timmy. You had to yeah. find it. You had to, you had to dig through there, and you know it wasn't like today. You know, you needed a GPS back then. Yeah, yeah. If they would have had 
they needed the Apple AirTag back then just to find opening. You know, I'd be on the thing. For some, they still do. That. Yeah. But, yeah, I... Uh, it's um, kind of that's kind of coming back into vogue a little bit though. Oh like, God, that, I don't want to see that come back in vogue. Yeah, that's 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 a that that's very much a thing that is is made. I mean, everything is in cycles, right? I mean, the mullet is back. Oh, I know. So, it's terrible. You know, it's if terrible. The, if the mullet is in style again, yeah. then all of these things are going to come going to come back up. You know, but no, this, other I than get, that, I get you, Colonel. There's disadvantage is oh. for being well endowed. But there's also advantages. Like when you go to pee, you can use it to flush your commode. You you can. You know the thing is though, Timmy, that water's cold. It is and, and deep too. The water's and deep and, and deep. deep. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you all for that bullshit. <laughs> I think we're going to we get started. Dick jokes during this podcast. This really? Well, we'd have really? to start on the podcast Thank for you. that to happen. Yes. During the 1970s and 80s, John Holmes took Hollywood by storm as one of the most popular adult performers of that era until it all came crashing down, Colonel. (laughs) Came. always often does to me. (laughs) The life of a porn star, the life of porn star John Holmes played out like one of his movies. I doubt it. Full of twists and turns. Get that twist. I don't what remember the movie I, I watched having a lot of twists. Pretty what straight. was the title of it? Was it one in the Johnny Wad series? That no, you really no. You haven't hey. seen John Holmes until you see him as Johnny Wad. Right? Oh, okay. Oh, I like this business card, Timmy. Huh? Johnny Wad. Johnny Wad. I always crack the cooch. <laughs> Well, his. Uh, I think the one that I saw had was he and Ginger Lynn. I think that's. Oh yeah, that's what yeah. I saw. He wasn't in behind the green door. He wasn't in behind the green door, was he? No, that was Marilyn Chambers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, hey, Snoop Dogg, why don't you chill out for a minute? Oh so, yeah, you get to hide behind the curtain, do whatever you want, and then cast judgment on me. You're goddamn right, I do. <laughs> So uh, his so he played out his his life played out like one of his movies, full of twists and turns, plenty of sex and drugs. Colonel, what else would one expect from a man known as the King of Porn, who starred in over one thousand hardcore films and claimed, to have, claimed to have slept with fourteen thousand women? Your That's a lot of that? women. <clears throat> okay, you know, hold, hold on, hold on. I I I, I I've got to. I, I think my entire world may be crashing down as we're doing this podcast. I've always wondered why my parents spelled my name with two D's. Yeah. Thad, T-H-A-D-D. Yeah. I look sure. at Johnny Wad. His last mm-hmm. name is W-A-D-D. Yeah. Ha. It's probably you, were, you were destined for porn. You missed your I, calling, Thad. I, I, I think I may have been. I, you, you could know, have been Thad the Thick. Thad. Oh, Thad. Christ. I uh I I need to I I need to uh none of you have missed your opportunity. None of you have missed your opportunity. Everybody's simmer down. So I need to text my uh, dad and ask why his name after uh, Johnny Wan. He was thirteen and a half inches. Brandy, now how does that compare to your economics professor? Jesus Christ, I don't fucking remember. 
All you were worried about was that C C plus. Yeah. Just give me a C. Give me a C. I mean, it was like 25 years ago. So, you know, I'm not. He's probably I dead now. He's probably, probably dead. Probably. Does it seem weird to have slept with someone, Brandy, who's now in a grave? No, because, I mean, that happens. Not Eventually, it's going to happen to all of us. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just, uh, Brady, let me let me ask you. On, that feels the, that feels like a fucked up question. Ask me in a year. What? What? <laughs> what? 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 Regret what? telling Dad? people. Where does where does that rank with you telling Tim and Charles about that? Jesus Christ! It's got to be uh, towards the top. It really. I mean, well, let's I mean, be realistic. I knew she couldn't pass. No, I mean the devil's got a college degree. There's no way. You know, me and Timmy, well, something was rotten in Denmark as soon as we heard that. We knew that there was extracurriculars going on. Yeah. So, and it's a legit, it's from a legit college. So. Yes, because of, because of one professor at a community college, my entire college career is. Suspect. It was a goddamn community college class and you couldn't get a C without banging a professor? Fuck, I, I would have tooted to. you, devil. I had an. You couldn't get a tutor a without it. Quit being a dick. Well, no, I no, I actually am good at economics. Well, I'm just I'm just so, surprised that you settled for a C plus. I mean, oh my god! You know, why didn't why not go that extra mile and get a get a B? Yeah, you know, do something. I don't know. She just laid know. there, just like she did. I just basically she did I what did, she did it's in a, class. It's a missed opportunity. Just laid there. Yeah, it's she a missed opportunity it. for me. So now we're what twenty? Then we've gotten through one paragraph of the fucking you story. Been, you could have been summa cum loudly. Are like fucking squirrels on crack. Can we please focus up and not go okay. all over the place? Okay. So despite the ridiculous amount of films. Okay. How many did you watch, uh, Thad? He had over a thousand. How many did you watch? <laughs> How many? Did you watch? I, I I watched one and a half. Okay. There you go. So you got to kind of feel for him and his method acting, acting, and all that. I I I, I really did, and did I. Did you see I, the I, one with the pizza girls? Because that one is really. That was probably one of some of his better work, don't you think, Colonel? Oh, I you know I think he I I think he did really well as the plumber, Timmy. A plumber. As the plumber came in, the sink was clogged. He had a little yeah. plunger, fixed it. Oh, I, I, I thought I had money. I don't have any money. Oh, my, what shall I do? Much like, oh, I thought that paper that oh I was supposed God. to turn in Thursday, I don't know what happened to it. What shall I do? Yes, I sound, I sound exactly like that. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, it was probably a little... I didn't get my paper done, bitch. What am I supposed to do about this? All right, fine. Come back here. That's your Marge, Marge shot voice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know what? So despite you, all these... Now, as we do with the podcast, Devil, with the economics professor, was you like, hurry up, get on with this. Let's go. I got places to be. <laughs> If uh, if I knew it was gonna, if I knew it was gonna take all day, I would have learned a little bit about supply and demand. <laughs> it's just crazy. 
I'm going to make people or something hate. And get the- I'm going to make people hate the two of you. I'm going to make people hate the two of you. See, you forget not- Brandy's Brandy's got an army of supporters, right? We see it all the time. Team Brandy. Shit. I, did, I, love that. I was in this. I had a uh, civics class in high school, and uh, it was ta- it was taught by like one of the football coaches because you know they they can't teach anything like oh, real subject. Yeah, and this girl, uh, Jen Lee, she she'd sit in the front row and shooting like beavers through the whole, <laughs> through the whole class, and she ended up with a D. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, how do you do that? How do you? She's an attractive girl, you know. Like, how do you do that and still get a fucking D in the course? I hate this, you know. I mean, she probably Maybe wouldn't help about it, I guess. But anyway. well, you got, I think you got to know the sexual orientation of the professor first, well, Timmy, be because if you know you get a gay professor, it, it'd be pretty much like much. if me and you had a male professor and just sat in the front row with our dick out, he probably wouldn't be all that pleased. Well, plus, you know, you got people tripping and stumbling over it. Yeah. Causing a thing in class, so. Yeah. It's it, it's, it's a bit dangerous. Yeah. But, yeah. but, come on, devil, you're digressing here. Let's get us back but on. Colonel, okay. like me and you, we could go, we couldn't solve the problem on the chalkboard. <laughs> from our seat. Yeah. From our Just, seat. Yeah. Well, you know what? I what I Give my favorite race route <laughs> exactly just woo-woo-woo-woo. like an elephant at the zoo, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. kind of like getting peanuts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make people hate you guys so much, it's gonna be great. Despite the uh, ridiculous amount of films that he starred in and the number of women he supposedly slept with. Uh, Holmes felt, uh, still felt the need to embellish his 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 career. During conversations, he invent he invented facts and figures about himself so often that the real facts were. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of someone here, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> so often yeah. that the real facts were usually lost in a mix of wild tidbits. For example, I Brandy. For example. What? He claimed to have, to have held several degrees from UCLA. Maybe he had a female <laughs> yeah. economics professor. I think with that guy, you'd only have to do it once and you get your graduate degree. And he also claimed to be the child actor in Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a porn film. Of course he did. Leave it in, Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> John Holmes also said that he had a 13 and a half inch penis, which he named the hammer. Well, I Thor, you know. Thor, mine's been called Thor before. No, it hasn't. Mm-hmm. By somebody besides you. <laughs> the, the, I remember Thor, uh, the, the pump action custard slinger, devil. You remember Amber? Amber. Oh, yeah. yeah. She said. She said one time that she was dating a guy. He called his the Alabama hammer. And she says, the worst part was he's not from Alabama. (laughs) He was even lying about being from Alabama. Who would lie from being from Alabama? You you know who lies from being from Alabama? People from Mississippi. That's the only people who would lie about that. West Virginia, maybe. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, due to its girth, he, he named it the Alabama Hammer. It had only rendered him, it also rendered him unable to wear regular underwear. Yeah. Uh, but also he claimed to have killed several people with it. <laughs> hmm. Well, you've seen the Monty Python movie with the Black Knight. Yeah. Yeah. It's but a flesh wound. Sometimes you don't have a sword, Timmy. All you have is, as I said, sex caliber. Good Lord. You play a lot of uh, polo with that, Colonel? Um, no, I, I haven't played a lot of polo. Now, I'm in a little dispute right now with the Olympic Committee because... They won't um, let you ride your donkey. Well, no, the pole vault. I don't want to use the pole. I just want to get a good run and start. You know, well, you were disqualified. He was also he was also disqualified from volleyball. Friends. Yeah, yeah, because they wouldn't let me use it to spike. And Timmy, they wouldn't let me attach one to you know the gymnast gymnast with the little ribbons that flow yeah. and well, yeah. they wouldn't let me tie a ribbon around it. They said I, I had to use my hands. I think you Listen, got I thought oh, that was I artistic mean, expression. Yeah. Okay, your weird, so, your weird leader stories are just <laughs> ridiculous. Why did you tie a ribbon around your dick? Haven't Jesus you Christ. seen the things where you haven't you heard of women? You know, you heard the song tie a ribbon around the old oak tree, right? <laughs> I know the gymnastics thing where the, where the women yeah. hold the big yellow ribbon. Haven't you seen those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and uh, they they have the uh, what is the round things that they Toss around. Yeah, I came running out my unitard with a couple ribbons wrapped around. They were like, ah! <laughs> the Ru- now the Russian judge gave me a nine. It alleged uh, it was alleged during the filming of a gay feature film that Holmes inadvertently killed two male performers and was tried for manslaughter. Now, see, here's what I here's where I have trouble with this story, Colonel. You think you would stop if you killed one? <laughs> With the second one, they would, yeah, they would have. You know, the the, the director would said cut, right? Cut. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we no, got some poor bastard cut in half here. No, no, keep filming, keep filming. That's a that's assault with a friendly weapon. <laughs> oh God! So he so he apparently killed two people during this filming of this uh, gay feature film. The judge in the case. <laughs> this is what I like. The judge indicates sends Holmes to abstain from performing anal sex in any future films. I mean, that's that's fair, I think. That's fair I enough. I think it's fair enough, yeah. This is likely an urban myth. So maybe he didn't really kill two people. But that was, you know, that's what he, killed, you know. he claims to have killed two people with the hammer. Mm-hmm. With Thor. It was alleged during the filming of, oh, I said that already, didn't I? While Holmes' penis never actually killed anyone, his fame, his glory, his prowess, and eventually his downfall could all be attributed to one thing, his 13 and a half inch endowment, Colonel. I, you know, I, I, I just don't believe it was 13 inches, but... You think it was smaller or bigger? Uh, it, was, it was maybe 12 and three quarters to me. Okay. That last quarter of an inch is critical. Well, 
John Holmes was born John Curtis Holmes on August the 8th, 1944, in Asheville, Ohio. You ever been to Asheville, Colonel? I've been there. It's a small town, 11 miles south of Columbus. It's His mostly father, Amish people, Timmy. Are they? Mm-hmm. No. No. Is. You ever watch Amish porn? It's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. It is a thing. Except they got to draw because they can't use cameras. <laughs> That's true. Have you, you got no. You got to get a Mennonite to run the camera. <laughs> <laughs> now here's the thing, Colonel. Some people are into like animals, <laughs> porn. You know, I don't get that. I just don't get that. No, I I don't that? understand no. it either, Timmy. I don't understand. But I know that it's common practice, and you know. To, to prep now, you know, John Holmes was not allowed to uh, do any dirty flower deeds, but I think that's common practice in these days, too. Well, you Need know, I flush before, that yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. I would hope fluffers. so. They had fluffers back in the day, Colonel. They did. They did. Devil, I'd like to see your resume. <laughs> I was Absolutely just going to leave that alone. <laughs> anyway. Absolutely not. He, he, was born, he was born in Asheville, Ohio, 11 miles south of Columbus. He was the youngest of four children born to 26-year-old Mary Jane. This is important. Her, her maiden name was Barton, Colonel. Barton? Mary Jane Barton. Uh-huh. June. Mary, Jane. Mary June. Mary June. I'm sorry. Mary June Barton. But the name of his father um, was Carl Estes. He was a railroad railroad worker, and his name was left off the birth birth certificate. So probably Mary June did not want to claim Carl as John Holmes' father. But oh, uh, that little bastard! (laughs) But he had. he 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 was father of three of her children, older children, Dale, Edward, and Anne with an E. Now she and Edward uh, were married and divorced three times. The, at the time of their first marriage in 1936, Edgar was 35 years old and divorced, while Mary was 17. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? Okay. I don't I mean, that's what they did. I don't know. That's not even unusual. Are you going to pass some sort of judgment on them? Because you're I usually mean, quick to judge people. That's you are quick to judge. I mean, just because he's a dirty, nasty 35-year-old, you know, divorcee going after a fucking 17-year-old. But, you know, they were di- balls were different back then. But it's still gross. And I am judging. Jimmy, did I ever tell you that, that I, mine actually got knighted? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and I don't make people do this, you know, because I don't like to stand on ceremony or brat. You know, I I, yeah. I don't like to, you know, put up a front all the time. But uh really you should you people should be calling me sir conference. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even calling you sir mix a lot. Fuck <laughs> off. Sir conference. Uh so, so uh, jo- uh, John Holmes' mother was said to be a devout Southern Baptist. 
<laughs> children regularly attending church. While his stepfather was an alcoholic. <laughs> Brandy, I'm going to let, who was often inebriated. I'm going to let you finish that sentence, Brandy. I love this part, too. He, he would come home often inebriated, stumble about, and then vomit on his children. <laughs> you know, people talk about trauma. <laughs> that would be some you trauma. Know, that's some shit you're going to tell your, your therapist later on. on yeah. Yeah, when you your know, dad vomits on you, that's a problem. The thing is, those people are generally too poor to ever tell their stories to therapists. Yeah. But, you know, I, those I are would, great ones. I would think you the know. kids would be quicker and get out of the <laughs> fucking way. Like, you just stand there waiting on him to vomit on you? Like, take Well, off. I mean, Serpentine. you know, it's got to be really traumatizing because Papa comes home, you know, he's he's been into the old Milwaukee all night. And he comes, hey, little Bessie, come here, give your daddy a hug. And, and you just, you're a little kid, you know, you're happy to see your dad because he only comes around once every three, four days. You run to him, arms all wide, you know, you just run into the guy. And then he just projectile vomits on you like Linda Blair in The Exorcist. So you lay on the floor, you don't get the hug, you're covered with old Milwaukee and peanuts and whatever beef jerky that he had at the bar it's just it's just but tough on a thing. kid you know i know yes Start it beans. is <laughs> whenever yeah whenever your dad throws up on you it's a rough life although i will say nowhere does it indicate i mean aside from throwing up on them that he was like abusive no i'm not I mean, saying abusive i'm just saying it's listen, tough for a kid you know, run for the guy that. Arms Listen. wide open. Well, I think Daddy. they would know better. If you run towards a guy, he's going to puke on you. Well, you so know, I'm that- sure that they don't do. I'm sure that they try and stay in their rooms. And I, I mean, he may find them. But my point is <laughs> that, yeah, he spits up on them. They just wanted some love. Home. That's all. They just wanted but love. He did. He didn't. You know, it doesn't indicate that he abused them. He doesn't indicate he molested them. He doesn't indicate all of the fun things that normally we have to talk about. So well, a little vomit I, never killed anyone. <laughs> I had a, re- I had a uh, relative who would drink a lot and he would uh, sleep in the cars, you know, he'd sleep in old used cars and he'd eat those sardines, man. Oh man. And sardines. Mm. He, you know, when he was drunk, cause he'd call, start calling you Jack. Like everyone was Jack. You know, like, and, yeah. and he would say shit like, your mom and dad ain't going to be around forever, Jack. Jack. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, at some point, you're going to have to be on your own, Jack. Jack. I'm like 12 years old. Was that, and yeah. like, was that Dickie Tingler? Apartment or something, you know? Was it Dickie Tingler that was telling you that? <laughs> that was my uncle. Jack. No, Dickie Tingler go. was good to Timmy. He just had to buy his t-shirts and underwear and Got a couple of extra bucks. It was other people Dickie wasn't so good to, but the ones he bashed in the head with the bowling ball. Bowling but, ball. No, I didn't know if he I didn't know if he called Timmy Jack because he didn't know his name. <laughs> yeah, it was my uncle. Jack. Your Jesus. mom and dad's not going to be around forever, Jack. Like I'm 12 years old. What do you want me to do? Got hit my own apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you said it's to him, "Jokes on you, motherfucker! My mom's gonna live to be ninety-three. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, jeez. 
But anyway, he didn't even eat those sardines, right? <laughs> you can, you know, you had to be like stand like seven feet away from him because if you get too close, you get a whip yeah. those. Oh, and you imagine those sardine farts, Timmy. They can't, they can't be pleasant. <laughs> so naturally, um, John wanted to get out of there. So he decided to join the army at age 15. His mother, the Christian woman that she was, provided written permission and a fake birth certificate. Um, so John could go... Um, uh, join the army. Now, John did complete high school, ultimately uh, did not complete high school, I should say, but he served three years in the army and was based in West German, West German. Apparently, John, be see, he's setting high expectations, Colonel, with those West German broads. You know, you know, I, mean? I was wondering if he was influenced because if you really wanted to get, to get into crazy porn, to me, it's the German porn. Yeah. Because those people are above well, Russian porn. Russian, Russian porn. porn's pretty extreme yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You see, yeah, they you have like Putin porn. So you got like, <laughs> yeah. like Putin. or Michelle Grezhnikov booty. <laughs> Michelle Gorshov with the spot <laughs> on his head. Well, how do you think he got that, Timmy? <laughs> Is that from John Holmes? Is that where you No, that was from that seventies Bush, Timmy. <laughs> Somebody got a hold of the back of his head. <laughs> just rubbed I too hard. Meant someone splattered. <laughs> oh my god, Johnny! Uh, somebody got him with the yoga shooter. <laughs> uh. Well, apparently John became well known in the army for his large penis. His buddy buddies often won bar bets with unsuspecting soldiers from other branches. <laughs> I bet my buddy has the biggest, and my buddy's got the biggest dick you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he returned to America, he moved to Southern California, where he pursued several career options. Before making his big break in porn, John Holmes worked as an ambulance driver, as a shoe salesman. <laughs> he was Ted Bundy. Yeah. Uh -huh. Al Bundy. Not Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy did a little bit different. Not Ted Bundy. Tom Fuck. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hold on, Timmy's done. Bundy. You know how'd you like to be at that Bundy family reunion? <laughs> Al, Peggy, no, Al Bundy, Bundy, they're all there. Ted Bundy. Uncle Ted. Uncle Ted coming in. <laughs> you know, Al Bundy scored a touchdown. Fifteen. <laughs> That's at yeah. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns in one game. Yeah. A record that still stands. Yeah. Yes, he was better does. than Uncle Rico. Oh, God. Uncle Rico could throw far, though. He could throw it over that mountaintop. He'd throw a quarter mile. Yep. Jesus. I wonder how John's home played air hockey, girl. <laughs> or regular, regular hockey, Timmy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd so be a slap shot you wouldn't want to be around, Timmy. <laughs> well, he was Do also. You believe in miracles? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was saying, I'm pissed off. They made, they forced out Michaels to retire. <laughs> yeah, been, the guy's been calling games for like 65 years. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, oh yeah, you're not excited. You're done now. You know, exciting, yeah. 
Well, he was biting people. Well, he was. They said he was too boring, but Jesus, I mean, he was too what? He's like 112. What do you? (laughs) Well, okay. So anyway, raises his voice and have a stroke. (laughs) You know that drives up ratings though when people have strokes on TV. It does. Have you gone to YouTube and look at people dying live on TV? (laughs) No. No, no, I haven't. Because comedian, I swear to God, he's from fucking person. Britain. Hey, Leanne, what was the name of the guy who died on TV? Who? Johnny Cooper, girl. Bring up Johnny Cooper on. <laughs> he's like a comedian. Oh my God, why are you laughing? <laughs> Tommy Cooper. Tommy, Tommy Cooper. Cooper. Was he a weatherman? He was a comedian, wasn't he, Leanne? Yeah, he was a magician. <laughs> <laughs> he made himself disappear. <laughs> okay, well, he also tried being a furniture salesman and a door-to-door brush salesman. <laughs> this is my favorite. He even tried stirring chocolate at the uh, coffee nips factory. <laughs> <laughs> we lost him. Seriously, Dad, please look up Tommy Cooper on YouTube. I, I, I looked at. I'm not. As, and I guess he's sitting down, and all of a sudden, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, he's standing. That he and, and and people in the audience are just laughing and clapping. <laughs> <laughs> just, I Bravo. guess they thought it was part of the Oh, holy fuck. He was oh, just like, my God. Oh, <laughs> you bunch what? of fucking ghouls. <laughs> no, it's the way he just sits down and then just leans back. He felt funny. It felt, it felt oh funny, all right. He felt funny. Huh. So, no, there, there, there was another guy. That, so, like the day before yesterday. A, a a Polish MP, so a member of the parliament, was railing against Israel. He uh-huh. he takes two steps away from the dais, has a heart attack, and drops dead. So oh, that that shit happens more than you think it would. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that a lot final. Duty. It's that final flip back to get you on Tommy Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh wow. Do you God. think we're all going to hell? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So uh, anyway, should be a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, John Holmes. He was an ambulance driver, a, sh- a shoe salesman, a furniture salesman, and door-to-door brush salesman. Colonel. Mm-hmm. You think well, he? You think he got his? You know, you think he got the hammer out and you know? Oh, no, I like these it. brushes, but I don't have any money. What shall I do? Oh, God. Well, man. Why do you make them all sound like, you know, a damsel in distress? <laughs> well, well, you get hit with the Thor. You're going to be in a little bit of distress. This is by before him, though. You're, you're walking around like girl. people just show up. This is Brandy, girl. But... Oh, I'm going to fill economics class. What in the world do? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I will what make them hate you. Product? I'm not sure. <laughs> kind of sound like Mr. Bill there, Colonel. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he always sounds like Mr. Bill when he tries to do a woman's voice. Uh, always. Again. Well, it looks like I got to take a wiener again. <laughs> Before making his big break in porn, John Holmes. Jesus worked- Christ, do not read this section again. Don't read it again. <laughs> We've done it three times. He was Stop a furniture salesman, a shoe salesman, a brush did he, salesman. Did he, did he even shoes? tried. By chance? He even tried. He and Ted Bundy sold shoes, right? Coffee nips yes. factory, Colonel. <laughs> wonder what he stirred it with. <laughs> I want to know what a <laughs> coffee nip is. I think it was a store back in the 80s, like where you go and make your own coffee. Kind of like the Starbucks before his day. I don't know that it is, but okay. No, I'm just making it up. I know. But anyway. Um, he also yeah, worked Tommy, in a morgue. Tommy Cooper. Right. Coffee nips are a candy. Oh, yeah. So They're he, made by Brock's. He stirred the chocolate to make the candy. Wonder what he stirred it with. <laughs> <laughs> he also worked in a morgue, but nothing seemed to pan out. This goddamn spoon ain't working. <laughs> Until he went to a poker parlor. In Gardenia, California. As the story goes, Holmes went into the bathroom of the poker parlor where he met a professional photographer named Joel, who apparently suggested that he put his natural talents to good use. Do you think uh, Joel was doing like the panning with his fingers and shit? You know, I'm just going to say, Joel, uh, you know, Timmy Thad, Joel broke protocol. There's well, no way he should have been seeing John Holmes' dick. And not do a panning How could you not see it? Well, because you stare straight ahead. No, straight you don't ahead. look sideways. That's yeah, not you, a pop-up in your peripheral. No. No, no, no. Even no. if it does, you don't comment on it. And, and you don't talk about it. I think you would if it was, you know, 13 and a half inches. You'd be like, holy fuck, dude. You know, and what else is a, a is a is breaking protocol is when there's like 17 urinals empty. And yeah, comes somebody motherfucker next comes next to you. That does break protocol. All right. Do you think he was panning in Colonel like a camera? Like, you I don't yeah, you know. Trying somebody, to get the lighting right. Somebody did that to me at Lowe's. Not no, too they long didn't. ago. There's five urinals. I picked the one on the end. Old some bitch comes in, comes right to the urinal next to me, and I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? You know the urinal rules. You know you got to be seventy years old. You know them by now. You keep a. If possible, I mean, in a Reds game, I know it's shoulder to shoulder. You you do what you got to do. Help, right? But at Lowe's, it's like no, no. There's a urinal gap. There's a reason for the empty. It's like the movie theater. You don't just come and plop yourself right next to somebody. Right. I pissed on his shoes. There you go. You you know at the at the Renaissance like festival at the Renaissance festival that we like to go to, they don't even have individual urinals. They have the troughs, oh, so that's, that's you don't even get your own little space. Uh, Wrigley Field is like that too. Ew, that's that's terrible. Yeah, they need and those things great. smell too. My God. Oh, but they always got that little air freshener in it or <laughs> toilet bowl cleaner in it. Like <laughs> yeah, like every guy pisses on you know. That little uh, I, well, now I like where they got the little astroturf rubbery things, so oh, you yeah. don't get splashback. <laughs> little spiky things. The smell reminded me of walking through New Orleans. <laughs> oh, oh my god! 
I'm going to get on with Randy. the story. I mean, you know, we've been at this thing forever. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Before long, John Holmes was doing pictorials and dancing in nightclubs where he's making more cash than he ever dreamed possible. Meanwhile, his wife, Sharon, I didn't know he got married, had no idea and believed her husband to be an average working class citizen. <laughs> then one day, she walked in on John measuring his Johnson and dancing around giddy with glee. <laughs> That's well, a, yeah. that, that would be a sight. You yeah. know, I'm going to say, definitely don't men, want to no that man's ever there. going to admit it, but every man has measured his penis. Yeah. Well, you know, I, Colonel, I, what I use, I use the uh, closet door. And I, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. <laughs> you got lines going across the door rather than up and down. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're going up and down. Uh, All right. And the and the secret is if you if you want just a little bit extra, measure from the underneath. Right. There you go. Like right exactly where the yeah. yeah. At the at the trunk. I measure from the back of my knee. So that was when Holmes finally told his wife about his extracurricular activities. I'm just picturing him, John Holmes, measuring his penis and then dancing around with glee. (laughs) Or giddy. Giddy Yeah, because that thing, if you're going to measure it, you want to have it in a a state of readiness. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't want you don't uh, want a floppy, and yeah, right. And then I don't know with that monster, you want to be dancing around with it. You're breaking lamps and doing all kinds of shit. Just stay still. Yeah. There. Continue, Brandy. All right. Was his wife displeased by this devil? Hold on, I think I'm going to make it my life's work. He wanted to be the best at something. And he explained that he believed that porn was it. Uh, and considering his large endowment, John Holmes was convinced that he should become a star. Well, it was the 1970s when porn was starting to emerge in everyday life. Mainstream cinemas were showing erotic movies, and some porn stars were becoming as famous as other movies as other movie stars. Even household names like Johnny Carson and Bob Hope were making jokes about porn on air. When John Holmes explained his career goals to his wife, he was clearly excited and eager to get started. His wife, on the other hand, wasn't as enthused. She was a virgin when they met and had expected a conventional life with her husband. I mean, how does that work? John Holmes and a virgin. Yeah, and well, I head first into the porn industry. <laughs> oh, 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 ow! Like, I guess it works slowly, Timmy. Man, John Holmes' decision uh, to dive head first in the porn industry was definitely something that she wasn't some was definitely not what she had in mind. You got you can't be uptight about this. John says this means absolutely nothing to me. It's like being a carpenter. These are my tools. I use them to make a living. When I come home at night, the tools stay on the job. Well, that's that's reasonable, don't you think, Colonel? I think that's, yeah. (laughs) In response, Sharon said, you're having sex with other women. It's like being married to a hooker. 
This argument would continue for the next 15 years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, that was a point of contention. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, throughout but their- it wasn't irreconcilable. No, I mean, <laughs> well, she stayed with him. So mm-hmm. throughout their tumultuous and eventually estranged marriage, but despite her displeasure with his career tra- path, Sharon loved John Holmes and stayed with him until she just couldn't bear it anymore. Okay. For a while. What do you think she couldn't bear anymore? I mean, because, you know, think about it. If he's going out, okay, he let's just say he's a little bit freaky, right? uh She goes out and she could just tell him, hey, go do that freaky shit on the job. You know, when you come home, I just want some, you know, missionary stuff. Don't be trying to put that thing in other places. You can do that on the job. Right. Okay. So... Uh, for a while, John tried to stick to his promise and keep his work life as a porn star separate from his home life. Well, after you, he got to keep those separate. Yeah, you do. After he was done shooting for the day, Holmes worked as a handyman for his a small apartment community in Glendale. Oh, he's like, uh, what's that guy on? Um, what was that show with the Bar- Valerie Bertinelli? Snyder. He's like Snyder. One day, yeah. John, yeah, Schneider. Okay. So he worked as a handyman while living in one of the 10 units that Sharon managed. John helped renovate the other apartments, collect junk, and spend his free time drawing and sculpting out of clay. You know, he, Colonel, he said, he goes and knocks on the women's door and says, yeah, I understand your sink is clogged. Right. Okay. <laughs> Let me unclog. Hello? You know, yeah. he did a movie with Linda Lovelace. Okay. Man, she had a rough... We should do cover her sometimes. She had a weird life, too. When yeah, he was on did. set, when he was on set, John Holmes became Johnny Wad, a detective who solved no crimes, <laughs> but slept with everyone he came across during his investigations. That's not true. Johnny Wad was... Uh, he was an ace detective. While he mostly appeared with female performers... He was open to performing with males and did so in at least a few instances. While John Holmes tried to live a relatively simple life, Johnny Wad wore three-piece suits, ostentatious jewelry, and diamond belt buckles. He also earned up to $3,000 a day. Not bad. Holmes, not bad. While Holmes uh, tried to keep up his double life, it soon uh, became... His Johnny Wad lifestyle soon became too enticing and exciting to give up, and he began to overshadow his quieter lifestyle as a handyman and husband. Holmes' performances include at least one homosexual film feature film, The Private Pleasures of John C. Holmes, which was filmed in 1983. In addition, he filmed a handful of scenes where he had the butt sex with men. I think by 1983, he was really on the downward slide. Yeah, he was yeah, on his right. downward trajectory. Yeah. So in 1976, Timmy Holmes began to pursue Don Schiller. Okay. The girl who had moved into his home. Now, Schiller was just 15 years old, but that did not deter Holmes because he was a dirty old perv, Timmy. <laughs> yes. On the contrary, the 32-year-old liked that Schiller was so young because, as I said, he was a dirty old perv. And she didn't criticize him for his career like his wife because, well, she was 15 years old, Timmy. Now, 
before long, Holmes started calling her his girlfriend. Now, that puts you in an extremely vulnerable position. Well, I think when you're dealing with somebody with a Thor, you're always going to be in a vulnerable position. But not only because Holmes was so much older than her, but because she started to develop a cocaine. He was developing a cocaine habit, Timmy. Things are going to go downhill, I bet. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I don't know if you two have ever dealt with having a cocaine habit, but well, it's not the glamorous life you, you, they tell you about, Timmy. I like <laughs> Miami Vice. It is. Yeah. Now, John eventually became so addicted to cocaine that it started to affect his work life. He'd show up and shoot strung out. And so high would render him unable to perform, Timmy. Oh, they no. Didn't, was, they didn't. He was hitting it with a floppy, Colonel. He was trying to hit it with a floppy. They did not have the Viagra back in the day, Timmy. No, they did not. Despite once making thousands of dollars a day, Holmes found himself broke and craving drugs, Timmy. That's sad. Now, to get his hands on some cash, Holmes decided, and this is where it really takes an ugly turn, Timmy, Mm -hmm. to start prostituting Schiller to another to other men. Yeah, that is that is an ugly turn. He also brutally abused her, beating her into submission and intimidating her into getting him more money for cocaine. So this poor girl, she I, I imagine well, she started to yeah. complain by then. Yeah. Well, at this point, she's too scared to leave, and she would do anything that he asked. She would make money, give it to him, and she was often forced to wait in the car while he bought drugs. Now, one fateful night, Sheila was waiting in the car while Holmes allegedly went. Well, I mean, you're not going to send her to get the drugs. You're not going to trust her that much. No, no, no. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Now, she was was in the car that night, Timmy, when uh, Holmes allegedly witnessed the Wonderland murders, which I believe we did a a show about. We did. It was called... uh, Four on the floor, Timmy. Four on the floor. floor. Four people were bludgeoned to death in Los Angeles in retaliation for a drug robbery that Holmes and Eddie Nash, who was a cocaine trafficker, had masterminded. Now, Schiller remembered... Eddie Nash just sound like a drug dealer? He yeah, he sounds like an old old school, old-timey gangster. Yeah. And we're going to get the cocaine, see? see? And you're going to show... <laughs> now, Schiller remembered later that she had been at the house, although she wasn't really involved in the murders at all. Holmes, however, claimed to see the entire thing go down. According to him, he was being held at gunpoint as the perpetrators bashed in the drug dealer's brains. He then fled to Sharon's house and confessed the entire thing. It wasn't until years later that Sharon would tell anyone of this confession. Now, the Wonderland murders, Timmy, began to mark the beginning of the end for John Holmes, which I think really probably having a 15-year-old girlfriend marked the beginning of the end. I think the nose candy Uh, was probably... And then trafficking her? Yeah, Yeah, trafficking her, but yeah. Um... Now, Schiller and Sharon both left him, so he's he's all alone now. Now, imagine this. He's, he's got a 15-year-old girlfriend living in his house with his wife. That, that seems odd. It just, it, it's a peculiar marriage, I suppose. 
Well, he'd been charged. He ended up being charged with murder, Timmy. Though he was later acquitted, the trial and his cocaine put a damper on his film career. Soon, he was only making cameo appearances, Timmy. Or as they call him in the porn thing, cameo appearances. <laughs> in 1986, Holmes was diagnosed with, well, he got the HIV, Timmy. He got the HIV. Yeah. High five. He got the HIV. He contracted the virus uh, to his cavalier approach of making porn films, especially since he rarely used condoms. And, and Thad, you're in the medical field. It's If you're just a man having just straight sex with another woman, it's fairly difficult to if you don't have an open wound on your pecker. It is. Very yeah. difficult to acquire the HIV. Yeah. So I believe John must have done much more. Uh, well, Colonel, here's the thing. Do you really want to see a porn video where the dude is wearing a condom? I mean, it just says, it well, takes something away. I don't know. Well, I think, you know, I think that's why porn left California for a while, Timmy, yeah, because California did, yeah. instituted a law. Instituted a law, yep. Yeah. But then that's I think legit. they retracted that law, didn't they? they had... I, well, I, I think it was, I mean, they don't really do it anymore, so I guess they did. But, but I think you have to be tested every every uh you know I'm I'm not yeah, like every 90 I, days. I, okay, I was young and I needed the money. You have to be tested every 60 days. So um well anyway, some wondered if he had contracted contracted it from IV drug use. His loved ones reported that he was afraid of needles. Now people will say that, but when you got a ha horrible drug habit, you ain't afraid of nothing. No. You will yeah. go down into the worst neighborhoods, talk to the worst. So needles ain't going to scare you. You might not like them, but they ain't going to scare you. Now, it was later revealed that Holmes chose not to disclose the HIV before engaging in his final pornographic films. He did not use protection, and he exposed several performers to the virus, Whoa. which caused quite an uproar. Yeah, that's now, something he, you want to disclose. Right. Now, he succumbed to... AIDS-related complications, and if you've ever known anybody who died of AIDS, that is an ugly fucking yeah. death, Timmy. Yeah. Um, on March 13th, 1988, at the age of 43, he had remarried shortly before his death, and he was alone with his new bride, Lori, when he passed. Um, you know, that's, that's a strange thing. I have always told people, you know, if I'm ever in the hospital and they tell the family, get to the hospital, I told him, don't come to the goddamn hospital. You don't need to, you know. Yeah. You don't need to watch all that shit. No. You don't want their last memory of you being that. Exactly. I've yeah. told him your last memory being like uh, Tommy Cooper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, today with cell phones, next thing you know, you know, it's a tender moment with the family, and then you're on TikTok. <laughs> oh, here's, here's Grandpa going. Yeah, so anyway. they got little bunny ears on you. Or... Exactly. <laughs> Snapchatting you all over. So... You know what? Maybe that could be our next uh, our next tick TikTok thing, guys. We could have each of our listeners do their Tommy Cooper impersonation <laughs> and <laughs> submit it to our TikTok. No, but you know what? Because Tommy takes quite a fall, and I don't want to assume any liability. This is because it's true. You know, a, a lot of our listeners. Good looking are, out are not as limber as, <laughs> as you would expect. Now, some of them are more limber than you would expect, um, but, you know, that's their business, and they can keep it to themselves. 
Well, despite his stormy life, Timmy, his I mean, I saw was... Clark Trowbridge do the splits. I'm just saying that man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? I believe Clark Trowbridge is uh, not fully human, Thad. I, believe I, I would agree with that. He got bit by something radioactive when he was mm-hmm. a little kid because Clark just has superpowers. I think it was, I think, I think it was a radioactive calf or power plant or something. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, he, his stormy life and death, his death was quiet, but his story was never forgotten. John Holmes was to the adult film industry. What Elvis Presley was to rock and roll. You know, I don't know if I'd go that far. Woo. Mm, yeah. 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 Give us a little Elvis. One for the money, two for the show, three to get ready. Now go, can't go, but don't you step it's on my 13-inch dick. Uh, now don't right. you step on my 13-inch dick. <laughs> so, um, now, cinematographer Bob Vossi in the documentary The Wad, The Life of John C. Holmes. That's not Bob him. Vossi who the yeah. choreograph. Bob Vossi, not yeah. Bob Vossi. Yeah, he he often got uh he he would get good tables at restaurants uh-huh. a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. just Bob Vossi. What was that Fossi? Uh, just give me a table for two. <laughs> so as it was his last wish, John Holmes asked his bride to do him a favor. He wanted me to view his body and make sure all the parts were there. He didn't want to be Rasputin where his dick ended up in the jar somewhere. Colonel, we have to look out for each other there. (laughs) We do. We do. I got a little RIF chip in mine. so (laughs) Uh, He didn't want part of him ended up in the jar somewhere. I viewed his body naked, you know. And then I just watched him put the lid on the box and put it in it. We scattered his ashes over the ocean. Many people were unaware, but John Holmes did a lot of charity work before his death. Hmm. Well, and by charity work, it was making women not pay for pizza or plumbing work. (laughs) Um, But no, he was involved with Greenpeace um, and was known to campaign and collect door-to-door for charities, save the whales and save save the seals. However, because of his terrible drug habit, he never actually gave them the money, Timmy. So that well, is basically the life and times of John Holmes, Timmy. I, you know, not listed there, Colonel, was the Save the Penis Foundation. Yeah, he started that, Timmy. He started that. Um, but it's it's a sad tale, Timmy. You know, it's it's basically He's basically a Horatio Alger type character, Timmy. He is. He is. And then he turns into an Elvis type character. Yeah. So, and then he gets thrown in the oven. So I don't know what kind of, he's basically, uh, oh, what's that story? Uh, Hansel Hansel and Gretel. Gretel. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes from Horatio Alger to Elvis to Hansel and Gretel, Timmy. You can't say that about too many people, Colonel. No, it was quite a life. 14,000 women, Timmy. 14,000 women. How do you now? How do you keep track of that? Well, there's an app. <laughs> Is that I get, there's an app. I, you know, and once you anything that it, it's like, it's like baseball cards to me. Mm-hmm. If I have boxes and boxes and boxes of baseball cards, 
Right. If you ask me how many baseball cards I have, I'll say, oh, I don't know, 10, 15, because I only remember the really good ones. Right. You know, I got once you had the Mickey Mantle rookie card, you know. So if they uh, don't, if they don't really register, you don't count them. Is that what you're saying? Right. The Davy Lopes card, you don't even think about it anymore. So the, you know? so the 93 Todd Benzinger. Exactly. Not really, uh, yeah. Yeah. You always remember that Mickey you Mantle. To, you, card. you know, and they have to be graded a certain way. And mm-hmm. Colonel, what's your final thoughts on John the Hammer Holmes? Well, Timmy, um, when you're in doubt, Timmy. Mm-hmm. When with, you're blessed uh, like you and I. Yes. There's a certain responsibility that comes with that. Yeah. There's a who, certain who code. Knows much is given, much is required. <laughs> much is required. And there's a code. Uh-huh. A code to me that you have to live by. And and John broke the code. He just didn't follow the code and it didn't turn out well for him. No, he can't always. just go out tossing really that thing in anybody that walks by. No. You know, and you know, I mean, my next door neighbor, Maria, she's a single woman, lives alone. You know what? I've fixed her plumbing and wiring and stuff for free a ton of times. Right. You know, so you don't always have to say, well, you don't have any money. Well, we're going to have to, you know. Mm-hmm. No. You he could just been, do it out of the kindness of your heart. Yeah, He could have been a little bit more charitable, Thad. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but you know what? He gave to save the whales. So... He did. I I, I, I think course. raping and prostituting out a fifteen year old can be forgiven, right? I mean, he saved right. the whales. I'm okay with saving the whales, but Colonel, really, do you need to save the seals? Um, no. You know, I I here's my here's my rule in life to me. Um, well, one of my rules of life if if you're slow enough and you you you're not if somebody can beat you to death with a baseball bat. I mean, you got to kind of own that. That's your own you know, fault. All you know, your you need to learn better defensive a skills. Ball on your nose. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if I ever get beat to death Clapping by a baseball bat, I like to think that somebody caught me by surprise. Mm. But you make a good point, Thad. All his charity work, I don't believe that restored the karmic balance of John Holmes' life. You know, especially if you took the money to buy Coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm here for uh, Greenpeace. Then knock. <laughs> Be right back at the door. I'm here. Same people. I'm here for Save the Whales. <laughs> Have you heard about the baby seals? I need money for them, too. I'm here to they, save the ferrets. <laughs> save the ferrets, yeah. Save the brown rats in New York. So, well, well, Thad, what's your final thought on John Holmes? I, I will tell you what, I I kind of have this, uh, I, I have an odd fascination with porn stars who either die or kill themselves or um i've kind of read a lot about them and it's very sad you know i mean you, yeah. you look at the porn and it, but it well, i think it's bad it. it can't do porn uh porn anymore That's right it. you can't do porn anymore right but do you, uh, do you know what the average uh, the average real career span is for a porn star yeah, I can't imagine, sir, it's no. limited it no, it's literally like a month. Yeah, oh, there are wow. so many women that get into porn and they make so much money in that first month, but then they make a couple of films 
and people it's, it's basically kind of like music you know with youtube not youtube mm-hmm. but you know with Pornhub and everything else it lasts forever that people well it lasts forever but people um you know, it's it's like bands. You know, they become popular on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They become popular, but then next month it's another band. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. and so you you can only do some. And you know, this is something that I've noticed since the seventies. Now, every time you have a you know a porn movie or whatever, the next person has to outdo it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you you did butt stuff? Check this out. I'll take an entire foot. Up. You know, I mean, it, it's like you always got to outdo it. You know what I mean? And it, it's yeah, it's become bizarre. But I, I really, I like you, I don't find it so much fascinating as I find it. Um, well, it's, it's tragically fascinating. I so think many of the people you, you see so many of the people, the, uh, oh, the ginger lens, the, you know, and, and especially now who kind of go into mainstream, they become mainstream and they fully embrace who they were, you know, and, and say it was empowering. But for every one of those people, there are a thousand young women yeah. who are just kind of destroyed by it. Yeah. So we only hear about the people who do well or do. Well, you know. and, and, you know, like Thad was saying, a lot of times they, I mean, some people turn to it to make big money quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I think a lot, you know, there are a, a certain percentage that turn to it because they have, you know, there are drug mental addicts. health issues. Yeah. Mental health issues. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think the thing they forget is, like you said, it lasts forever. And, you know, all of a sudden one day your you 10-year-old son, somebody's got their little cell phone saying, hey, this looks like your mom. Right. Yeah. You know, that's right. that's no fun. That, that, that will fuck up Christmas for everybody. That will. <laughs> Nobody wants to be around for that. No. Speaking of Christmas, and we're sorry that Brandy, uh, Brandy didn't pay her um, internet bill or because she's gone. Well, she's got it. The thing is, she bootlegs it. She sits her computer right next to the window to try to pick up the signal from her, her neighbor's router. You know, <laughs> she is all, you know, she has to go over there. Now, your son, Jason, what's his middle name? Or what's his birthday? <laughs> and then she's typing in there, like, what's your, what's your dog's, dog's name? name? <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> Oh four, oh eight. You know, oh god damn it, that didn't work. Let me hold on. So you know, I mean, we're gonna lose it now and again. And I think I don't really mind it, Timmy. What I do not care for is the accusations thrown at me as being inconsistent to showing up to the show. I think Mm -hmm. we all know that that is libelous, Timmy. Well, you're you're above reproach. I thank you, Timmy. Thank you. I just now that that's on record, I'm I feel better. All right, we'd like to thank all of you who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon and get this fine entertainment like you have just experienced today, <laughs> yeah, go to history or uh, go to patreon.com/slash history dweebs, all one word, where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or Colonel, 
Or just a wee little bit to me, just the tip we if you need. Hope that you all have a very, very Merry Christmas. Well, Timmy, Merry Timmy, yes. more importantly, yes, we need to thank our sponsor. Yes, our sponsor, absolutely. Which is, um, Black Cat and Me on Etsy, blackcatandmeetsy.com, where you can find all of your home decor need everyone about historydweebs.org where you can find all of those links in one place yes and you can uh we have a blue uh, we have a uh youtube channel now and we have a tiktok and we do channel i did not know that that is on i didn't know we had a tiktok 21st century colonel are we history dweebs on tiktok is that what we we are we are history dweebs on tiktok yeah, I get a I'm, notification all the time. That's we have work. we have we have dozens of followers, Colonel. Dozens, yes, dozens, yes. Maybe there. we need to do some TikTok porn and draw in more. <laughs> yeah, we should. We probably should not do that. Some only. Right. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time yeah. on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. So this will be our last episode for 2023, and we just want to say, of course, thanks for listening. We appreciate all the support from each of you. Before we sign off, we want to say uh, thank you to our Patreon sponsors uh, one last time in 2023. Uh, A big thank you to Jason Dykes, Jeff and Don Chestnut, Sarah Bloom. Uh, Thank you all for being Patreon supporters. Ben Dubrovich, Jennifer Zaboda, Michelle Johns, Erica Kenny. Thank you for uh, your support. Laura O'Reilly, Shirley Strapp, uh, Anonymous, uh, Todd Long, thank you each for supporting the show. Amber Anderson, Jamie Dent, Clark and Diane Trowbridge, uh, Marianne Knight, Jess, Anna Kaufman, thank you all for supporting the History Dweebs podcast. Danielle Townsend, Jennifer Orkut, uh, the Already Gone podcast. Buffy Sykes, Emily Tarkov, thank you for supporting the show. Gina Green, Sue Van Hook, Alan Cox, uh, the Canadian True Crime Podcast, uh, thank you all for supporting the show. Uh, the Rants and Reason Podcast, Liz Lawrence, Cheryl LeBlanc Weldon, Hiro, uh, thank you all for supporting the History Dweebs Podcast. Carl Asplund, Guy Savage, Christina Harmeyer, Thank you all for supporting the show. Uh, Wool Hat, and of course, our girl next door, Shelly. Uh, thank you all for supporting the show through Patreon. Um, if you are interested in contributing, uh, the the Patreon is $5 a month. Um, you can actually find that link on our website, historydweebs.org. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, the link to our show sponsor, Black Cat and Me. Of course, you can find links to our YouTube page, uh, links to our TikTok page and each of our places that you can find our podcast. So thank you again for listening in 2023. Uh, We look forward to bringing you uh, entertaining stories in 2024. Happy holidays, folks. The fuck's wrong with you today? I haven't even climbed in your shit. The fuck? You called me, why'd you call me earlier, dummy? Why are you calling names like some kind of schoolyard bully, you bitch? I'm the Lou Gehrig of podcasting. I'm here every goddamn week.
Okay. If you're going to YouTube and look at people dying live on <laughs> Why did you tie a ribbon around your dick? That's a that's assault with a friendly weapon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.